And then Jerry's like, sir, this man is harassing me. Oh, I love how he's like, you leave the dames alone. In you leave the dames of Penn Station alone. I was like, this man, like, there's like no men like this man yes. <laughs> anymore. Like, you leave them alone in this beautiful station. Hello, Nina. Hello. How you doing? Good. I'm a little, hey, we have a guest. We have mm-hmm. unof- unofficial, okay, unofficial we guest actually- on the pod. Yeah, we actually have a two. We have pet situations on both ends. Um, yeah, Luna's just gonna come and uh, run around and rub her head up against things. So, I'm dog sitting for my sister. Uh, the dog's name is Birdie, for our listeners, and she's being very clingy today. We had a bad thunderstorm last night, mm-hmm. and it's still raining, so she's just a little bit anxious. So she's in the closet with me, and she's not fond of it. She's also not fond being outside the closet. <laughs> where she's been whining so yeah let's just see if she'll nap in her little dog bed there you go bird yeah so i was wrong when i told you that there were no unfortunate cultural stereotypes um i i i I messed up um i think i was so taken maybe by the later parts of the film i can't i can't explain it or excuse it but no like the train there's a whole train sequence and when i went and found the cover for Criterion to put on Instagram, I it all came rushing back to me in a flood. And I was like, oh no. Right, so in this film, there is a black man who is like a bartender on a private car and for the Ale and Quail Club. And there's a lot of yes sirs. There's a lot of, let's like play I mean, up. I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do, but like he does the thing where he's like, gentlemen, I wish you would stop doing that. But he says it in a different way and it kind of gets increased. And like, so I think that to me was the thing that I was like, oh my God. And it is sort of like rewatching it. Cause I, I think I, as I said, when I went to post the Criterion cover I saw the train and then everything about the train sequence came back to me. And I was like, oh dear, George. I was like, George. Um, Whose name is probably not George. <laughs> No, possibly, probably not. Like most likely that man's name is not George. No, there are many unfortunate depictions of, of what, you know, the, uh, of like how unfortunately uh, many African-Americans were depicted in films of this time. Um, as many of them play porters and bartenders on the train and are unfortunately subject. Not great, not great stuff from the Ale and Quail Club. And then also there is Toto, um, who is of un- unclear, he's just vaguely European. And is speaking a gibberish. He 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 is clearly not speaking any known uh, European language. He's vaguely Italian, and he's like vaguely like Eastern European. Like there's something there. I mean, honestly, like some of the things he does are a little German. Anyway, I led you astray. I offered false assurances that were not correct, <laughs> and I felt bad about it immediately. So anyway, I'll be. I need to really take notes during the first time I watch these films. Let me read this. This is the tweet that yeah. I saw today that I was like, yes, he's like, it's Jeff Charlotte who wrote, is he the guy who wrote um, that movie, that book that then became the movie with Natalie Portman? Assurance? Yeah. No. A something? I don't know. It's the vaguely sci-fi movie. Anyway, but here, this is a tweet. He oh, Annihilation. Wrote. Annihilation. He wrote Annihilation, right? I think. Anyway, mm-hmm. this is a tweet. I'm a great fan of Hollywood movies from the 30s and 40s, but every time I watch one, I remember these are apartheid films, that whether it's a noir or a comedy or romance, it's always, it's also always implicitly a surrealist horror film, an act of profound erasure. And that is true here. Even though it is a delightful comedy, that is still there and you can still see it. And I think it is always jarring for me personally when I encounter it. Well, thank you for saying it because when I was watching yeah. it I was like oh no Lauren doesn't think this is 
bad. Oh, no. That yeah, I know, seem I know. Like- that was, I mean, that's why I should have said it to you because I was, I would hate for you to think that I was like, this is fine. So we have Tom and Jerry, they've been married for a while. They're in love, I guess, but he's a huge failure and she's used to a certain style of life. And she also has like no, re- I guess, well, she claims she has no real like wifely skills that you would expect. Um, but the real problem it seems to be is that he's incredibly jealous. Like, would you, like, that is kind of the problem oh, yeah. is he's incredibly jealous and won't let her help him at all. Um, and so she's like, we should get divorced. She was like, you could do your thing. I can go off and just find some other rich guy. She's like, let's be really practical. And I think that's a pretty classic Sturgis thing is like the woman as this like practical person, but practical in this very like different way. And so she runs off kind of with nothing to go to Palm beach to get divorced. She's on the lamb. She's on the lamb. Um, kind of just, you know, living by her wits, which is like, that's another thing is like basically like in Sturgis films, like women's greatest weapon and their only real armor in the world is like their femininity and their, and their ways and their ways to, um, their ways to charm the the men folk or to like manipulate them or to do whatever anyway. So, but he eventually follows her and like they, they meet other people and there's a lot of, you know, they meet the ale and quail club, unfortunately. Um, yeah. So, so he follows, mm-hmm. he follows, um, through, there's a wonderful character called who goes by the weenie king. And <laughs> he's mm-hmm. like the couple's like very godmother in a way, but Jerry goes by train and then makes a slight detour to by yacht to get to Palm beach. And then Tom follows her by plane and tries to get her back while she is in the midst of a very quickly developing romance with a very rich man who is and, meant to be john d rockefeller yes and she lies and says that tom is her brother and then the rich man who goes by snoodles, snoodles. um has a sister who is just very i guess you could say man hungry and so shenanigans right the yeah. rich man wants jerry the rich man's sister wants tom they basically have a like Jerry's solution to their marriage is like right in their faces. Yes. As what they, they are in their faces. And... As they are in their faces. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it does feel on some level they're very clearly like, well, she's willing to do it, but also they're both like kind of tied into the structures that they're expected to do. You know, like she's like, I'm the, I'm like, well, I don't play this kind of wife, but she is the wife who's like, I get supported. I really love the part where she's like, I'll become an adventurous. And he's like, I'll see you on a boat. And she's like, oh, sweetie, you think that's an adventurer? She's like, adventurous are like, what, are never on a boat that's less than like 300 feet or something. And a staff. Yeah, it's such a good line. Yeah. Because there is um, like a sense of like what I associate with old movies or movies from this time where there's like, you know, like there's a cigar and it's like, now see here, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> and like, he has versions of that, but they're so much smarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's and, always just, like, weirder and smarter, I think, is always just what he's always doing. Yeah, and it's, like, you know, so much of what I know about this period of film comes from the Animaniacs, and, like, <laughs> you know, it's, sort of, it's yeah. honestly not that bad of a grounding, but Sturgis is definitely, like you said, smarter and weirder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is, like, a sense of, like, how he views people as not necessarily cynical, but there is something, like, clear-eyed. And not forgiving, but also, but everything is elevated, right, to, like, these very, uh, like, absurd levels. Mm -hmm. And, like, just through, like, the genre or, like, the body of comedy, he's able to do a lot of these very, like, he gets a couple stabs in, you know? Like, it's very interesting. Yeah, it's like a gentle farce, I guess, maybe. Like, it's a really, like... Mm. 
you know yeah like you like he gets his things in but you don't even notice like you know like I think even if you were the subject of it you'd be like oh okay I like this I like this a lot better than the miracle on Morgan right Street. it's so smooth such a lean story excluding the intro which we'll talk later it's such a it's like really spare and simple mm-hmm. in a way like what's set up immediately like like Sturgis is it gets really great because it's so economical but it doesn't feel rushed and it's very comprehensive like we know exactly what their whole financial system is and we even see very quickly that like a part of a big part of Tom's jealousy is that he lacks Jerry's charisma and it's what Jerry has in like you know in buckets that's like how she moves through the world where like you know the you know, everything around her just kind of like easily acquiesces to like what she needs, except for Tom, right? Mm -hmm. So there is this kind of, their relationship is really interesting. Like they have a kind of connection that like, even like, you know, I have some opinions about like, should they have gotten back together? But you can kind of see, you can kind of see why they are stuck with each other or they want to, why they would want to remain stuck to each other. You know, like, and I think that is something where I feel like this is interesting because I do think Joel McRae is more charming in other movies, but because his role in this one is mostly to be like really just pissed off all the time. Well, you, okay, so you asked me if like about Tom's glumness and if you thought mm-hmm. it, like, I don't know if this is what you meant, but like if it was like just too much or like kind of like mm-hmm. fuck up man, I think he is appropriately sad. Yeah, like, I think he, we watching the second time, I was like, oh no, this sucks. And everything is kind of like, like he's kind of trapped in his own you know like he like he's self-aware he wants to succeed but he wants to succeed on his terms which like like, I totally understand Tom Mm -hmm. but like being so self-aware and also he says multiple times that he's a flop so there's a degree of you know he's like eating at himself while he's also trying to like preserve some of himself but like Mm -hmm. he's so obstinate in how he wants to do things that he will always fail if he's like on this track right and so I think he's sad. Like he's being humiliated by his wife. He's like, being humiliated, yes. Yeah, like, and not, I, it's not something that she's doing intentionally. It's just like the world gives her what she wants as a beautiful woman, as this movie is constantly <laughs> pushing towards you. But also she is charming. Like she's able to like mm-hmm. pick up conversations easily with people. You said that like, you know, this is like very sexy, at least. Mm-hmm. Or like sexy, sexy for- that- well, yeah, sexy 40s. for 19. And here is probably the most explicit scenes of sexiness is that when Jerry needs help unzipping her dress. Yes. Okay. So there's a pattern, right? Jerry needs help getting her. She says she needs help. I don't yeah, know if I necessarily believe that she actually needs help, but we'll get to that. She says she needs help. She goes to Tom. Tom says, come into the light and then maneuvers her onto his lap because that's necessary. And then yeah. like, they proceed to kiss and you know fade to black Mm -hmm. but those are the three steps and it happens in the beginning after yeah they've gone out and are drunk yeah and then it happens towards the end and it's very like it's such a clever touch from Sturgis I think because like as soon as like you know after they've had their big dinner with Snoodles and Maude and she's struggling with her dress or or, like whether that's real or not as soon as she goes to him you know they're staying together like, yeah. you don't need her to say, you don't need to actually see them kiss or, like, she says that line, you're costing us millions. Like, as soon as she goes to him, you know. So here's my question. Okay. Do you think that kind of affected helplessness by design, like, her way, you know, giving Tom something to do and, like, and then just, like, you know, the sheer whatever way of, like, seeing him follow through on something? 
or is this, do you think the film is making an argument that like, this is a genuine moment where Jerry needs Tom? I mean, I kind of think, I don't think there's a way she literally can't get out of her own dress. Like, I'm just saying she got into it. Like, you know what I mean? Like who, who yeah, got her I mean, into like, it, I guess. Jerry, like I'm sure and you I have think, a wire hanger somewhere. Yeah, and I think somewhat, like I think I've read, like I was talking about like that book I mentioned last time that was just all about like the comedies of remarriage is a lot of times that there are these like elaborate rituals around like sex. And it's where like, they kind of talk, oh, oh, like there's a whole process, like kind of what this is. It's like, oh, she needs this. She's on his lap. This is what happens. So I think, but if, but going back to what you're saying in that like Tom kind of can't perform the roles of a husband as like we have constructed it, you know, like he can't provide, mm-hmm. you know, he can't do all these things. And so here is just this one reason where like he is, yeah, he like she, he, she needs him in theory, but I would imagine it must be that like, cause also clearly Jerry is a much more um, like, you know, perceptive person. Oh yeah. And, and like to see what Tom would need. And it does feel like, cause also that's very implied that like the song that Snoodles is singing in the hopes of like romancing her is in fact, just making this possible. Mm-hmm. But like, she's just like, I'm gonna go do it. What, what do you think of Rudy Valley? Oh, I thought he was great. I thought yeah, he right? had this kind of, there. he has this line that, um, sorry, I hear Birdie. Um, he has this line where he's like kind of professing his love to mm-hmm. Jerry, just being like, I've never felt this way before you. I had this great timidity, I think is the phrase. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he totally sells it. Like you see it from the very beginning, but he does move. You can tell like, despite all his wealth, he moves through the world with great, like very circumscribed patterns probably, right? Versus his sister who is like wild and like marrying whoever, annulling whoever and like looking for the next person. Yes, he's very and bound so, by rules, even if they're rules. You can kind of see himself. why. Yeah. yeah. And there's those kind of like jokey moments where he, she's like, oh, is, oh, she's just, she's making these little, she doesn't know who he is at this point mm-hmm. but like basically she's like oh well, a kind of man that would do this and he's like oh that would be my grandfather he was crazy or that would be yes. my father he was sentimental so there's even like even these kind of offhand jokes that mm-hmm. that happen quickly in dialogue you do have like a full background on this guy yeah. of like why he is the way he is i know it's the 40s but like jerry you probably could have married him yeah. and like probably been like but I still see my ex-husband on the side I bet you could have made a really good argument for it and he'd be like oh that's fine dear yeah you're like yeah this is how I watched the movie and I know I should have watched it earlier but I watched it last night and because of the storm Birdie was freaking out Mm -hmm. and so the way I watched I missed the whole intro the first because I Okay, because I, 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 uh, I watched it when I watched it today, like it was like at 28 minutes in. So did you go back to rewatch the yeah. beginning? Okay, I was like, yeah. And I watched the beginning again and I was like, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, like, I mean, so yeah, like that's one thing that I like about it is how chaotic and kind of just like, what? Like you're like, you know, like it kind of like you, you, you start destabilized and you end destabilized. Do you get well, that the, sense? The implications are, it's yeah, like, like so they, don't matter I guess but do they like there's a darker there's a darker origin to Tom and Jerry's relationship so the beginning is the whole sequence where like there are two versions of Tom and Jerry seemingly and one of them is like literally like there is a version of them that is like restrained like tied up and it's really confusing and then there are all these shots of like the church that is empty and a priest who's waiting 
And then you see again, like it's very clear. It's, I couldn't understand sometimes if like we're meant to be like, there's the ones who's tied up and then there's the real, presumably real Tom and Jerry who are getting dressed very frantically. And it doesn't make any sense. And you were like, are they twins? And I was like, but there's a weird part of me that is like, are they like their weird, like other doubles of them from the spirit realm? Like that was, I was like, I mean, almost it feels like maybe. Even in that situation, like why is the maid fainting all the time? Yeah, why? Because it also is the image, the way she does it is also as though someone has entered into the room, you know, like, and also you, I mean, there's, there's very much weirdly a, like a, like an implication almost of violence. You know, like of like that someone is going to like that she's going to be attacked that like obviously I mean they're literally being physically restrained and thrown in these rooms. So yeah, it just seems like I was like, why are your twins so difficult or like what's going on with them. Well, also in the early dinner scene where she's like, you know, proposing divorce. And he's like, what would you do go to your sisters. So it's like they know. So like, (laughs) Oh, one last note too. So Tom. Mm hmm question of the hour is he handsome lauren or is he just tall (laughs) i think this is the question because i mean like i said joel mccray like it's a face that you see a lot of places and i do think it's like the better version is on gary cooper all right so now shifted to our next step which is um very different but also really refreshing. So my first question here, well, what should we say? So it was banchan uh, made with asparagus uh, with, uh, am I going to say it right? Gochugaru? Gochugaru. Gochugaru. And mm-hmm. gochujang. Jean. I'm going to try and gochujang. say it French, guys. Gochujang. Yeah, I was like, well, you, went, you went French. But yeah, I was you like, made, I'm be French here. All right. You made um, an asparagus muchim, which is a type of namul muchim which is like namul just means vegetable and then yeah it's a kind under it fits under the umbrella of banchan side dishes so how'd it go so delicious it was so good like i could have i could have eaten all of it but i held myself back i have some in the fridge i'm gonna have some later um i also have one question for you before i start to tell my tale did you adjust the spice level for yes and no okay here's because you sent me a picture of what it looked like and i couldn't tell if your bowl was just very deep so like all the like um the dressing was just kind of pulled at the bottom or if that was just like the mouth so i asked my mom for you know what she thought because she does she never measures anything like she just is like you know pouring whatever so i asked her like what she would recommend for because you got one bunch of asparagus right yes it was a pretty big bunch but I realize what she consistently does is like, she'll be like, oh, it's a couple tablespoons. And then we've been cooking together. So it's like, okay, I'm adding a couple tablespoons. And she's like, no, 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 no. You need to add more and add like almost like a fourth cup. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So we'll post this to, or Lauren will post this to the Instagram. Mm-hmm. And cause she's in charge of our Instagram. But so the recipe just, realize like the the amounts like tablespoons two tablespoons probably means a fourth cup one teaspoon most definitely means a tablespoon okay i don't really know really i was it was a really good i mostly followed the recipe as written and it was really a good spice level for me like it was spicy but like i was you know like i'm like i'm a little baby you know what i mean i'm so i'm just a little wasp you know and like i remember so like back when right after i was a uh, i graduated from college i was living in boston one of my roommates had a friend who was indian and she made us like this chicken dish i remember and we all died like we all just like died and we're like chugging milk and she was like oh my god she was like i'm so sorry you guys like you know it was just like to her this is like her natural level of spice 
and we all died. Um, and I was like, I bet Nina was like, Lauren can't handle this. But no. Gochujang, gochujang is not spicy. The paste, did you try it on its own? It's really sweet. It's really not that spicy. Right. Again, with the caveat that like I grew up with this, but it is, mm-hmm. a, it's much more of like a sweeter Yeah, I can see um, that. Flavor. Right. Whereas like gochukaru, like if you're going to do it like on the Scoville, you know, rate of like actual spiciness. It is like not as spicy as a habanero. Like it's really not that spicy of a chili. Yeah. So it looks like, so I feel like a lot of Korean food, it looks meaner and spicier than it would is because it's like often very red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is very but, red. I will say that. But with your, with your friend that you're talking about with the chicken dish, like I've been in situations where I feel like I can't win. Like either like I caution someone and then people are like, oh, this is fine. Like, what, what are you talking about? And I was like, okay, fine. Like, I'll guess I will be an asshole and not say anything. Mm-hmm. Or people will eat something and be so polite and be like, but clearly dying in front of me. And I just yeah. feel awful. So it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't. Well, no, this was perfect. This okay, was perfect. good. So yeah. you did about, you did about, a, I think, what was like a teaspoon of gochujang. I think you said a, a teaspoon. teaspoon. Yeah, of the, of the okay. powder. And you kind of put on that you had been like, if you want a little more spice, put more. And I generally usually I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm going to stick with this. I might add more later. Like, I think I could have taken some more, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if I necessarily like needed it. Um, I will probably like one thing I was like, when I did make it, like, I don't think it really, affected, I was like, I feel like I might mince my garlic a little bit finer the next time. Cause I hate mincing garlic. I'm going to be up on the It's the but worst. Yeah. It's the it's worst. The worst. Yeah. And Sorry, I feel like every, like, no matter what I'm doing, I'm like, my mom, but (laughs) my mom's knife skills are, like, amazing. So when she minces garlic, it's, like, I bet it is. Amazing. Because, yeah. Yeah. But one day I'll be better at that. But that's the one thing going forward I might do. But it wasn't really a problem. Even though I had some bigger pieces of garlic, I mean, they were just, like, delicious bigger pieces of garlic. Um, So, yeah. So, I mean, I, like, was, like, I always get kind of nervous. But, like, everything went really well. I, you know, created my ice, my ice water because I had made a lot of ice to make sure I had enough um boiled the water that like the longest thing that was the longest time was just getting the water to boil actually I think and also you had said a full boil and it was I was like looking at it, I was like is that a full boil anyway I did it it was fine I put them in there for like two minutes they got real green I was like I'm just gonna do it trusted myself and it was great I also have a lot of good um visual content that I did do as I took it but no, it's just really like I mean a, I think I like the crunch of the like asparagus I haven't had asparagus in a really long time um, I, I haven't like historically I have not cooked it. Um, so that was the thing I really actually anticipated texting you constantly being like, so Nina, do I take these things off? How how big I only asked you how big the pieces would be. I'd be like, how like an inch? Like an inch what things off? Oh. Take the little things on the side. I did not. I left them. Oh yeah, you can eat those. Yeah. Just like yeah, the woody, yeah. the woody, the woody ends, ends is what you said. Right. I yeah. took the woody ends off. Yes, I did that. I was like, they look in a little thing. Yeah. So yes, I did that. But anyway, but I was kind of interested that I did not pepper you with questions and be like no you're more than welcome to especially since we know that my directions and also I've been learning like anytime I give someone recipe directions or like got all my respect to like people who write recipes professionally or who test recipes because like it's hard yeah like this was really good I did it pretty much in the order you said because you were like you were like chop them up you were kind of like prepare the ice water boil the water so yeah so I think kudos to this recipe I thought it was thought it was very well put together um easy to do I don't know like I just yeah like I just love I love a sauce how would you describe the flavor to our listeners I mean because it's like got that pepperiness like so it's spicy but it's not like like so for instance I also made chana masala this week which has like you know serrano peppers in it and there's much more spice to that like that is definitely way more of a spicy thing this is more just like I don't know because it has I mean it's got the soy sauce and the vinegar 
And oh, I yeah, did you do two, two yeah. tablespoons of vinegar? Yeah, because yeah. I like that kind of acidic, I guess, kind of mm-hmm. situation. And then as the soy sauce a little sweeter, maybe, yeah. And there's a little sugar. Uh-huh. Um, so how would I describe it? I should go eat some right now. Um, but I don't know, like it's got like a little bit, like it's not, not even fire. Like it's just like a hotness, like a pepperiness. But like Yeah, it's sweet. not, there are things where like, again, with like, I always have to be cautious with like I'm like this is spicy this is not spicy to people but it doesn't even register to me when I eat it as like spice at all like I yeah. don't it's just red like it just looks yeah. red yeah yeah so it looks very red and very cool and like with the little bits of oh and I also toasted sesame seed you did it looked great did. yeah you um, did a good job thank you yes although I will say actually I'm gonna need you to send me a lot more recipes involving the spice because I have so much of it now yes yes I that's this is yeah, I've trapped you and I'm so excited. Yes, but it's good. I mean, I'm I'm down. Get ready. So yeah, but oh, I was like, eat- I- mm-hmm. did you eat it with rice? How'd you eat oh, it? No. I just kind of honestly, so here's the thing what I did. I was like, I basically You didn't like a- eat it as banchan? Yeah, I'm gonna do that tonight. I'll do it tonight. Okay. What? Like, yeah, so I basically I made myself I had a little dinner so I just wouldn't be too hungry. And then I cleaned everything up because I was like, Oh, I need to make I was like, I'm gonna take some pictures for our Insta. So I wanted my kitchen to look nice. And then as soon as it was ready, I just, I just ate like two helpings. So that was the thing I was like, but the idea is this is a side. I can't believe you didn't eat I'm it. sorry. Like banchan. <laughs> but I was so focused on the method. I was so focused on getting it right. You didn't do it meal style banchan, mm-hmm. but the way you prepared it was a very banchan spirit because earlier you were like, I want to do side dishes, but the multitasking and mm-hmm. oi, like, how do you get it all on the table at the same time? You don't. Banchan you prepare in advance and then you keep it. So this is what makes, well, and also like this can be like a huge storage issue too, but like that's, it's like banchan and like a lot of Korean cooking, like the way it's made is like so within my speed of how I'm both incredibly lazy and hardworking. Like I will work very Mm -hmm. hard to be lazy afterwards. So like all the kimchi, all the pickles, all these dishes, you just make it in batches. You just make a lot. And then every time you eat, you just have a little bit of everything. Also, so, okay, what other, what other moochums, like what other, what other things could I, could I use the same sauce on other vegetables? Most definitely. You could definitely do this. You could definitely do that dressing Ooh, over some yeah. cucumbers. That dressing is pretty like, it's, that is like the foundation, like with obviously different mm-hmm. ratios and stuff for a lot of things in Korean cooking. Other things you could do with that dressing. I mean, you could do whatever you want, really. Like, uh, do you like mm-hmm. mushrooms? I do. Like a really like simple thing sometimes I do is to take, you know, the king oyster mushrooms or like the really big mushrooms. The big ones, or, yeah. And then I would slice them um, to like a, not quite like paper thin, but like thin slices and then grill them, like whether on a pan or like if you actually can like grill out. And then just put like a version of that dressing on top. You can't like you can basically do whatever. So would you recommend this? Oh yes, absolutely. Everyone should make it. We'll put it up. We'll put the we'll put it up. Get the stuff. It's just yeah, no, it was so easy and delicious. And I really like because I feel like a lot of times, like the times I've had asparagus, it's often, you know, when it's been steamed or it's had something happen to it where it's pretty limp. Oh yeah. Like I feel like some people yeah. really like kill it. And the roasting process, yeah. Yeah, so I think having it be so bright and crisp um, 
is because that's the thing I think it is a very like you know it's about like the taste but also the texture and that combination um was so good yeah and you could probably add a little bit more spice to it because when you eat it with rice you know you get yeah so you have a little oh sorry birdie's like are we still doing this yes (laughs) I really love the idea that she's just like she's giving me quite the glare right now she's like come on all right well we we can't keep birdie contained i think it's gonna be interesting one day if we ever do really recommend like things that the other person hates but we did i don't think it's really gonna happen well we did meditation that was like our closest brush with it but worked out worked out you know like mostly i just don't like being made being forced to play a game or engage in some kind of competitive pursuit without um warning <laughs> has <laughs> that, that ever happened to you those well, people but, like but you ever well you ever you had a party or some people like what if we played this game and i'll be like i hate you like I mean, oh i was thinking darker like you're just out walking and someone's like you are the most dangerous game go 